Thanks for listening to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? We're stoked to be back for season five, and this year we're coming back bigger and better than ever. That's right, Michael. You've been busy over the off-season. We're now on Instagram, X, YouTube, and TikTok. And, of course, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms. Now it's time for another episode of How Good Is Rugby League? Hello and welcome to another episode of How Good Is Rugby League. My name is Emmanuel Penkless and joining me in person, Michael Corbin. Emmanuel, we're back. We're back. In person. We're back. <laughs> we had a couple of uh, issues. Yeah, work, uh, COVID, work, whatnot. Work, COVID, life. <laughs> yeah. Ashamed to be a Souths fan for a couple of weeks. I was hiding from you. But, yeah, you know. fair enough. Were well, you in the bunker? Ah, oh, the bunker. The bunker. <laughs> Don't get me started on the bunker. <laughs> All right, but uh, Emmanuel, I've obviously. been concussed, apparently. I've been ruled out for five years thanks yeah, to the bunker. Jeez. All right. Obviously, we're here to talk about game two. Game two, state of origin. I told you it would be a big win. Yeah. I told you. More than what you said, though. I know. Well, you looked at me at 14 and 16, <laughs> and you thought I was nuts. Yep. Clearly, I was wrong. I don't think Queensland ever wants to go and play a game in Perth again. I think Freddie wants to play all his games in Perth. Yep. Uh, huge win. 44-12 to 12 for New South Wales. And obviously, the big story out of it is that Nathan clearly silenced the haters. Yep. Nathan Cleary put on one of the greatest origin performances ever, really. He he scored 22 points, I think, as well. Yeah, 24 points. 24 points was just second. Second of all time behind Ryan Girdler. Ryan Girdler. Uh, And yeah, just an incredible New South Wales performance. Jake was fantastic. Matt Burton on debut was fantastic. Teddy at the back, always good. Uh, The wingers destroyed the Queensland wingers. And it was just a, a really dominant second half performance by the Blues. Yeah, I, I, it was awesome. I I don't understand like everything. Everyone we've just spoken about, sort of, you know, um, Burton, Trebojevic, Angus Crichton had a great game. Um, just sort of, Upi Coruscant had a really good game. I think that the hooking rotation worked well. Uh, and it really allowed Cook just to get some spark in behind because usually he's drained in tackles. Um, Yo wasn't concussed. I just think, and I don't know why those those sort of um, picks weren't made prior to Origin 1. It, it's sort of, you know, especially Burden Trebojevic, I think it was calling for it. I think it's great that it's happened. And, and Cleary, Cleary had a great game because everyone else did their job. Yeah. We need as many Trebojevic's in the forward pack as we can get and as many burdens in the back line because Trebojevic is the most workmanlike, passionate player in the team and Burton just brings so much to that position. I mean, he's a centre who's played 5'8", currently playing 5'8", the club. He's got a dangerous kicking game. He's the playmaking centre that we lacked when Latrell was out and it, that we were talking about post-Origin 1 that just just couldn't fill that role in the same way that Latrell did. Um, it, he was awesome. It was... It was just such an amazing performance uh, all round. Uh, I thought, I watched this game, Mike, and this, everyone's talking about the Simbi and how it changed the game. As that happened, and the flop happened by Kafusi, I literally yelled out, that's a Simbin. It was a, it's a Simbinable it offence. It is a Simbin every single game of rugby league there is, and 
what Queensland were trying to do was completely slow down New South Wales while we're in an attacking situation. Yeah. What is Ashley Klein supposed to do there? Yeah. Let them get away with it? It's not... You can't... Just because it's origin, it doesn't mean the penalties can't be blown. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to break the rules, you're going to get penalised for it. And everyone who's up in arms saying, oh, this isn't how origin should be refed. This is how a game of football that was blatant. I'm pretty sure that blatant. Queensland has got sin binned in every game in 2020. Yeah. So this whole there's no sin bins in origin is rubbish. It's rubbish. And, and he's a serial offender. He kept doing it. Yeah. He, the ref had no choice. No. Don't put the ref in that situation. He, I mean, this was, a, this was not just sort of the same person hanging on for a bit longer. This was a blatant flop over him after play had happened and then using the, the player with the ball, the attacking player, to get yourself up. I mean, what is if you're not going to do it and, then, when and, are you going to do it? And obviously Queenslanders were up in arms that there was also no warning. Yeah. There was five, six agains yeah. in three minutes. Yeah, I know. Where, that's your warning. You know that if there's three in a row, there's a very good chance that someone gets in bid. Yeah. That is, that is just common knowledge in the NRL. I don't play. I know that. Yeah. Players know that. You give away three, there's a good chance someone's going to the bin. They give away five. Players, and the only thing Cherry Evans complaining that they weren't warned shows that they were, they were aware of what they were doing 100%. because they were waiting for the warning because then that would slow down the play of the ball. Exactly. They didn't get the warning and then they got pissed off. That's too bad. Yeah. But, and honestly, look, did it change the game a little bit because Queensland was so exhausted that first 10 minutes after half time, or eight minutes after half time? Because for some unknown reason, when you're taking a goal kick after the 40 minutes has hit, the play still extends. The the sin bin clock still ticks over. Yeah, but they're only exhausted, Mike, because New South Wales went for the points, went for the try. Yeah. If New South Wales went for the kick... and Well, there was, yeah, there was no point in going for the kick because they were down by four. Well, I know, I know, but that's what I'm saying. They're going for the, you know, going... Going for the try is what made all the difference. And you can't complain that they were so exhausted because it's origin and what do you expect? And you've got to play like you're a man down anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, look, the thing is, I think with that one, they can get away with The Blues can get away with it regardless because that thing's not going to happen in Queensland. You're not going to get any of that in Game 3. There's going to be no Queenslander simbin in Game 3. No. There's going to be no uh, complaints about offside by Queensland the in Game 3. The crowd's not going to be up in arms. The crowds aren't going to help. New no. South Wales, that's their last penalty now until 2023. New South, look, and, and the crowd favoured New South Wales in Perth. Yeah. And, and, and I think it's an advantage. It, the crowd is obviously a huge advantage. When... When you know that there is a, there's a certain penalty and the crowd goes up in arms, the ref takes a quicker look. Yeah. Takes a second look and yeah. sees what's going on. That's not going to happen in Queensland. It's going to be a tougher game. And also, I, as much as you don't want to say it, Queensland have the safety had the safety net of, course of they game did. three of course they did. in Queensland. And when you start going down and you know, you're already down three tries of twenty minutes left, or two tries of twenty minutes left, whatever it is. Can switch off a bit. Like, it's, I, it's got a very 2020 feeling right now, Mike. Mm. Everyone's just. We, we went to Adelaide. We lost the game in Sydney. We were meant to win. Was it Sydney? We lost the game. We lost game one 2020. We were meant to win. We went to uh, Adelaide. Uh, is this right? Went to Adelaide and, so. and had a stirring victory. And then game three, the Blues were so confident, so assured. And then Queensland snuck it out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I do think that. This is a little different. For one, I think this is a better squad. Two, that that 
And that's that's the only mark for his origin coaching career. It is. 2020 was the end of the season. It was obviously the origin, yep. the COVID season. It was at the end of the season, so there were some players who were in yeah. and out. Luai was ruled out. Luai, from there was there was like that that origin series. It a lot of weird stuff happened. A uh, win's a win, though. A, a win's a win. win. And Queensland got the win, but I just think that you know, one Freddie was fantastic this game. His adjustments, obviously, from game one to game two, neutralized what Queensland did. Uh, their middle was nowhere near as strong. Obviously, Jake picking players like Jake Trevojevic in the middle helped that. Isaiah Yo not being concussed helped that. But the, the turning point for Queensland in game one was when those three forwards and Harry Grant, or those two forwards, Carrigan, Lindsay Corrins, and Grant, all came on at the same time and completely shifted the momentum. Yeah. That didn't happen this game. So it was, and, and you know. There's a lot of there was a lot of grief given to Freddie about making seven changes to the squad, but we both said before game one, before game two, I think this is a better team, and it was right. It was a better team, and to be able to realize that you've made mistakes and make those adjustments and pick the right team shows signs of a a solid coach who you know is now he's in line to win his fourth Origin series. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and it's it's amazing. If he can do it, yeah. I think this will be his, his best one yet. 100%. Um, because I think he's actually up against probably the most competent coaching from, uh, from Queensland, other, other than, than Wayne, other than, other than when he lost, yes. which he lost. Yes. But I think if he wins it, yes. it's probably his most competent coaching. Okay, so Mike, there's been a few discussions this week about team changes and yep. obviously the focus on the losing side. But because it's New South Wales and New South Wales can't help themselves, there's already chatter about A, how does Wyden come back into the side and B, should Latrell Mitchell come back in? Now, I'm saying to the second one, no way Latrell Mitchell should come back in. He's played three games this year. Why should he come back in? But Wyden is a bit of a more interesting one. But you reckon Freddie's going to go against I, it? I, th- I th- there was a th- I saw an article just before we went on, saying that it looks like Jack Whiten might be axed or potentially 18th man. Look, how can you... And, th- and this is a thing, and and I'm not the biggest Whiten fan. You know this. Yep. Uh, yes, he was great in game one. Did we win? No. No. Did he impact the game like Matt Burton did in this game? No. No. So why would you go back to Whiten when there was a result where you won? Matt Burton was one of the best players on the field. Jack Whiten was the best, one of the best players in New South Wales. Some people say he was the best player in New South Wales. Whatever. He didn't impact the game as much. He had a couple good runs. He obviously scored that try. But I think Matt Burton's overall performance was better than Jack Whiten's and should keep that spot. And that was in a winning team as well. And in a winning yeah. team. A... a, a Big winning team. Yeah. Okay. So the one to seventeen that won in Brisbane, that won, sorry, in Perth. Perth. Do you think that all the flaws you saw in game one from each of the players that played in game one are then outweighed by everything you saw from those same players in game two? So what are you asking? So should, I'm saying, should we? Other should there be any changes? No. 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 You stick with it. I stick with it. Okay. Would you change anything? I'd potentially change Stephen Crichton. And, and, that, that's, and that's, that's, that's the only one. one. And that's the one name. That's but, the only one. But again... But then what? But, who? But who? Well, I don't know. Because, and this is the issue with Whiten, is he has always played on the left side of the field. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a left foot player with a left foot step. 
Right? You put him on the right side, his right foot, he, he, you don't get his kicking as much. Not that he kicked at all in Origin 1. Uh, but you also don't get his uh, his step as well. And, you know, passing left to right and right to left, it changes. We saw Daniel Tupu, for the first time ever, try pass right to, le- uh, right to left and completely miss Tedesco because he's just not used to doing that. And like, yeah. when you're mechanic and look, White's a half, so he can pass both ways, obviously, right? But I just think that playing on the other side of the field, when Stephen Crichton plays on that side for his club and has that combination with Cleary, I just and I I just think that why change a winning formula? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Talakai played seventeen minutes off the bench. Yeah, that was it. Do it you was, think it was kind of garbage time as well? And it's it? garbage time because your team's winning. But yeah. if you're if you're down by six or four against Queensland in Brisbane Probably with seventy. Do, so do you do you find someone there that you well, might think have, will have a bit more value add in what, that extra spot? I, I guess he might look. He might come on because he has that ability to break open a play. Yeah, and he does give you versus. And this was this is the reason why this team was picked. It does give you a lot of versatility. If one of the halves goes down, Burton's Burton starts to yeah. six or seven, and, and Talakai comes Talakai in the center, yeah. right? And that's what Talakai gives you. And then you can also carry that extra hooker on the bench, which allowed us, you know, Damien Cook to come on in the 30th minute and then play out the rest of the game with fresh legs yeah. against tired defenders. Yeah. So I, I, I think it was a smart choice bringing Tal- playing Talakai. And look, he got some he got some run. He, he had a couple good plays. Uh, for the most part, most of these players can play big minutes. Now there's a bit of a question mark on how healthy Haas will be. He's been named this week, and we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, but, you know, most Jake Travoyevich played huge minutes. Isaiah Yo can play 80 minutes. Cam Murray, Angus Crichton, Liam Martin, they can all play 80-minute games. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I mean, the only thing really coming out of this is there are some, there are some really physical um, top contests this week. Like, it's not like the, the, the big name, the big clubs that sort of produce the origin players. They don't have easy games this week. No, they don't. Which will then potentially feed into injuries. So, Souths play Para, uh, Roosters play Penrith, Manly play Melbourne. Um, and I'm not saying that they're the most informed, but they definitely uh, produce and provide a lot of the origin players. So, yeah. uh, will be interesting to see on that front. Whereas, Munster and Cherry Evans possibly going to be rested. Well, Munster has been named, apparently, AC joint, a uh, bit of a stinger. Has been named. They think. I, I assume he'll be rested. Yeah. Even it's a Thursday game. Yeah. Cherry Evans. Not sure. I would assume also probably rested just because. Yeah. And then the next team gets around. named on on Sunday. Yeah. So. Well. Which means they won't have a game. And that's and that and which is I, fine. I, I, I but I, I'm saying. That big an issue. Yeah, I'm saying that. So that they're less likely to. Yeah. To be affected. Any any. So what about Queensland side? I think. First of all. The one change I would make is having Carrigan start. Yeah. And I would bring Corey Oates in on the wing over Tulangi, who had a tough game. Uh, look, I think both wingers had tough games. Yeah. No one really wants to mention Cobo, but I don't think it was his best game. No, no, no. And I don't think he was helped by his centre either, who has missed 18 tackles in two Origin games. Yeah. And there's a lot of talk about Gagai and, you know... We always talk about how when he puts on that Maroons jersey, he's a different player. Looks like he's still wearing his South jersey at the moment. Oh, he was very good for South. He's wearing his Newcastle <laughs> jersey. Give me a break. Um, yeah, I, look. 
everything just seems so neutered in the um, Queensland team. Ben Hunt, um, Harry Grant, they just all looked frustrated. They were all worn down. Uh, I um, think it was more all to do with the play the ball. Yeah, I think so. I think probably... So you think Carrigan will start? Yeah. So who will come off? I well, it's either either Tino or Lindsay will go to the bench. Yeah. And I, and I would I would assume it's probably Lindsay. Yeah. Um, Carrigan will start at lock and play big minutes like Cotter did in game one. I think that's how they'll they'll use it. Yeah. Probably the right call. There's another. There's a player who's playing. I don't, I don't know if he'll be picked, but maybe desperate times. Andrew Fafita is playing his first game this week, and if he can have a big game out, someone like him coming off the bench as an impact player. Andrew. Uh, David. Sorry. David. Fafita. Coming back this week from a knee, knee injury. So we'll see. Don't know if you want to rush him back, but there's some options there. Yeah, I think bringing in like a previous injured player is a risk, probably. There's no match fitness, and then we're talking about fitness in origin being worn down. Imagine if you're left with 12 players and one of them's only had a, got a game under their belt. So, all right. Wow. There were some other really good games on the weekend as well. Um, first of all, <coughs> New South Wales won all four grades. Yep. So, under-19s, men and women's, and female state of origin as well, the women's state of origin as well, yep. on Friday night. Um, Your family well represented? Yeah. Uh, there's a kid who plays uh, under-19 men's. Um, he's in the Melbourne feeder system. Yep. Jonah Pizzette. Yeah. Four try assists. And they just keep on bringing him in Melbourne. I don't know how they do it. I just don't know. <laughs> it's exasperating. Yeah. It's exasperating. Um, a broader conversation that is going to happen, but there's only one women's state of origin game. Yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah, and this is this is comes back to your point of we should have a designated rep window yeah. in the middle of the middle of the season imagine yep. having a Sunday afternoon Sunday night game yep. where you have the women's play then you have the men's play three series uh, three games each yeah back to back or like I don't the other thing I don't get is that there's all this talk about um, the whole point of this is that Sunday night origin apparently doesn't rate as well as Wednesday night origin yeah so channel 9 wants origin back on Wednesday night do it on Friday night <laughs> no but do it on Wednesday night that's fine yeah. but why don't you have it three Wednesdays in a row like they used to in the old days, yeah. in the middle of a designated rep block. Yeah. And then the the Sundays before each of those, you have the women's. And then yeah. you have the Pacific tests. And you make that a best of three. You could yeah. do weeks of it. Weeks of it. There's, look at this Look at this competition. It is crap. It is, it is so bad at the moment. The only change this year is that the Cowboys have replaced Souths as like that third team. But other than that, like, yeah, a, like it's a two horse race. You think it was getting closer, but the teams are gone. Like the, the top, of, the more top teams have gone backwards. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but how good is rugby league, by the way? It's a, it's a great sport, <laughs> yeah. and I wouldn't list, watch there's, anything else. So. There, but there are there are changes that can make this better. And example, the Tonga New Zealand team. That New Zealand team would give New South Wales and Queensland. I reckon they could probably beat them. That spine, Manu Hughes, Dylan Brown. And Brandon Smith is exceptional. Yeah. Joey Manu broke the record for most run meters in a game. Yeah. Over 400. I know. Playing at fullback, a position that he doesn't play at club level. He's a he's a great player. But that, that, that New Zealand... And look, the World Cup's coming up at the end of the year. That New Zealand team is dangerous. That is an excellent team. The Tonga team is also fantastic. 
There's some players who played for Fiji. I think the Fijian fullback is behind Dylan Brown in the pecking order at Penrith. Um, Penrith? Para? Penrith, I think. Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards. Dylan okay, Edwards. Yeah, not yeah. Dylan Brown. Dylan Edwards at Para, uh, Penrith. Um, just some excellent players all around and... I just, I, to be honest, I just love the passion so much. Alex Johnston was interviewed after his match uh, and dedicated the game to his his performance for PNG to his late grandmother. Um, it, but it was just so exciting. The turnout in New Zealand. Firstly, how good was it to have footy back at Mount Smart? The turnout in New Zealand, uh, all the, the sea of red um, for Tonga was just absolutely beautiful. Michael uh, sent me the most sentimental text message to tell me how much he dislikes the fact that our national anthem states "Gert by sea" that doesn't evoke <laughs> the passion of uh, "God defend New Zealand." I hate or, our national or anthem. Or the Tonga with um, passion. national anthem. And then you follow up those beautiful national anthems with the best thing in all of sport, which is the haka, the haka. from both sides. It was. It gave me goosebumps just watching it because it's been so long since I've seen it, and the passion that these guys have for their country is crazy and when you watch things like that and it just, it gets you riled up to watch football. Yeah. It's it's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. It's incredible. um absolutely incredible. So why not let us see more of it? I don't understand. Yeah. I also I don't. don't understand the Warriors are going to finally play their first home game this week, which we'll talk about. But then they've got to come back to Australia like four times for the rest of the year. Why didn't we just give them all the games in New Zealand for the rest of the year? Yeah. And they played all the way until this point. I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. Yeah. Um, all right. Rep round done. Rep round done, Mike. We will preview Origin Game 3 next week. We will. Because, as you mentioned, uh, the team is now announced on Sunday. It's this weird thing where it's a week and a half turnaround, two-week turnaround pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, ready to go again. But in between now and then, we have a big round of football, Emmanuel with some top sides versing each other, I guess. Um. <laughs> we do. Yeah. Uh, okay, Teams so... That people might think of top sides versing each other. <laughs> before, before we get into it, there is a bit of a, a log jam in our um, tipping yeah. for the talented ones. Uh, so, uh, at the top of the ladder, Gab is and actually... I like, I like how it's now the talented ones. Yeah, yeah. You've joined us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a week-by-week proposition. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Gab is actually leading on 86 points. Nick Saturis on 85. Those two are like Penrith and uh, Melbourne. In third place, Hetro uh, on 82. Now, he was uh, charging ahead, but after some setbacks, he's actually equal with uh, MJ. He tips the house a couple times. Joanna, well, that'll do it for you. Michael Corbin and yours truly. So uh, I'm in the top seven. Can we appreciate that? Nice. Uh, we then have on Probably 80... Leads. Well, I know, right? On 81 <laughs> points, we have Eleni, Clive, Peter G, Mark V and Jono. Um, Jono, a very frustrated Tigers fan at the moment. I can tell you that. Uh, on 80 points, the great Tony Corbin and PNT, followed by uh, Anthony P and Mish, Tom S., Bridget, and then a bit of a gap. Then we've got Ollie, Katsy, Paul S. An even bigger gap. And then this is the crew that I don't think is doing much tipping. Uh, Erica, Jack, Nick, Jay, um, Will C, Del G, Spiro C, and Suri, uh, who is outright last. 
Plenty of time to make up for it. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, we almost got half a season left. Plenty of time. I know. But you know what, Mike? After Origin 3, suddenly it's like, wow. It's yeah. mid-July. Yeah. Not long till finals football. Yeah. Which for us begins a week earlier, as you know. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, round 16. It's considering it might lead to one of our teams making the finals and not making the finals. Yeah. <laughs> getting the wooden spoon or not getting the wooden spoon. No, one show. of the two. Um, uh, round 16. So, 10 rounds to go until finals. Should we get into it? Yes, let's get into it. Okay, so uh, Thursday night, Manly host Melbourne at Brookie, which is always an exciting game, the Battle of Brookie. So for the Seagulls, Josh Alloy suffered a concussion for Samoa and will be rested on. Uh, will be rested. So Sean Kepi moves to the starting side, and Pasika joins the bench. Having recovered from a knee injury, Pasika's been 18th man for Manly's last eight, last two matches and is ready to line up for his first game since round seven. Uh, Jake and DCE have been named to back up. Um, Tui Pulotu and Kula and um, Schuster and Tapau uh, have also been named to back up. Ben Trebojevic is listed amongst the reserves. For Melbourne, Munster's been named but looks in serious doubt, as Michael said. Uh... Kafusi will miss the game for family reasons, having been flown to the USA um, to be with his father, Taniella, who is in Los Angeles, um, hospitalized. Uh, Chris Lewis moves into the starting side with Josh King, while Jaden Nicarima moves to the bench. Um, Pappenhausen's been named amongst the reserves after a hamstring injury uh, and protocol, COVID protocols kept him sidelined. Jesse Bromwich and brother Kenny and Jerome Hughes and Brandon Smith have all been named. Kamika and Olam are good to go. Yeah, I would expect that Pappenhausen will start. Mm. Uh, where? I don't know. It could be at six. could be at one, given Munster's health. I don't know who else would play six. Maybe Wishart, but I would lean more towards Pappenhausen. So I'll tip Melbourne. I think they're the better team, and even if Manly are full strength and Melbourne are missing Munster, I would lean Melbourne. Yeah. Not you, so now, sure. Now that you're part of a talented, are you going to give your tips? Well, you know, when was it a couple of weeks ago where I was almost certain Manly were going to win against the Cowboys? I was, I was, and they lost, but they gave it a good run. But this is quite a depleted. They, they, this is quite a depleted they gave Melbourne it a good team. Run until the seventy third minute. Well, it's something. <laughs> I didn't say how long they were going to run for. Uh, okay, so Michael's gone for Melbourne. Okay, Friday night, a real match of the round performance here. Knights host the Titans in Newcastle. I know. Uh, Pong has been ruled out after suffering a Category 1 concussion in origin and his place has been taken by Tex Hoy. Daniel Saifidi and Bradman Best are listed in the reserves and could be a chance to return in a boost for Adam O'Brien. Gagai has a five-day turnaround after origin and will be monitored. For the Titans, David Fafita will return via the bench for his first game since Round 12. Kevin Proctor, Bicep and Corey Thompson knees are listed amongst the reserves. Tino has been named to back up from origin, while Moe... Fodoaker is good to go after representing Tonga. Michael. If Ponga played, I probably would have tipped Newcastle. Mm. Newcastle. I just think that without him, Newcastle, are, well, they're bad regardless. But with him, they're even worse. And I will tip the Titans who are coming last. Jeez, it is a tough game. Isn't it? It is a really, really, really tough game. Uh, Ponga actually passed his HIA. 
yeah. assessment. Uh, because it was a category one, though, he's been ruled out, which they're not happy about. MacArthur are not happy about. But them's the rules. I'm waiting for those rules to become like the judiciary rules, yeah. where if you get concussed in origin, it doesn't apply to a club game. Mm. Um, okay, Friday night, Panthers host the Roosters. Now, the odds for this one, Mike, are very much against Penrith, but... but Backs against the wall, Roosters sides, as in two years ago, um, after Souths walloped them 60 points to eight. May I remind you? Uh, the Roosters the next week only lost by a point from memory against Penrith in a, in a semi. So yeah. um, you've got it in you. But having said that, Cleary, Luai, To'o, Crichton, Liam Martin, Isaiah Yo, and Arpi have all been named to back up. Amongst the reserves are Sean O'Sullivan, Matty Eisenhuth, and Chris Smith. Uh, also named in the reserves is Taruva, who made a stunning debut uh, with Fiji on Saturday. He's the one Michael mentioned. For the Roosters, Kiri's being rested, so Sam Walker will play half with Hutchison in 5-8. Huge in for the Roosters with Radley returning. Nat Butcher goes to the bench and Saluka for feeder. To the reserves, Teddy, Tupo, Angus Crichton will look to back up after helping the Blues to win in Perth, while Lindsay Collins suffered a head knock but passed his HIA. No, Jared. Yeah, and it's kind of been one of those injuries that hasn't been talked about. Yeah. There's been no update. I would assume that they're giving him the extra week, same as Kiri, because we've got to buy next week. Yeah. And then he'll come back in round 18. I'm tipping Penrith. I, we need, we're sitting ninth. We need a win. But these two teams played each other about five, six weeks ago, I think. Yeah. And it was an excellent game for the first 30 minutes. And then within five minutes before half time, Penrith scored 18 points. And from then it was over. And they have that ability to do this. And if everyone plays, which I think they will, given it's a five day turnaround from Origin, Penrith should get this done. And they're in cruise control at the moment. Aren't they ever? Um, okay, Saturday afternoon, the Dogs at Combank Stadium host Cronulla. Cronulla are fourth. Uh, and the Dogs are fourth last, but both have won their last two. The Dogs, of course, look to have turned a corner just before we broke for origin. Uh, Mick Potter's stuck with the same 17 that took care of the Tigers in round 15. Burton is expected to back up after his origin debut. Um, crazy that he was on debut, and his presence would be a huge boost. Morin has been named on the bench despite suffering a shoulder injury on debut against the Tigers. The Sharks will roll out the same side down the Titans with Talakai and Hines returning from the Blues camp and Mulatalo riding high after a fine test debut for the Kiwis. Finucane will be all the better for the run after coming back in round 15 following three games on the sideline. Yeah, I'm going to tip the Sharks. Yeah. They are the better team. Dogs are in some good form, but I think Cronulla... If Cronulla's got a good amount of rest, other, other than Talakai, really. Like, Mulatalo on the wing... Wouldn't have been spent. Oh, that's all why. Wingers make a lot of meters. And Mortal is excellent at that. Um, but he played on Saturday, playing again Saturday, a week turnaround. I think that I think that the Sharks get this done. There's a lot of rest, especially for, you know, for Nuke and Cam McKinnis coming back from injuries. These yeah. things really help. So. Yeah, Cronulla really need to win this game as well because um, they then follow that up with games against the Storm. 
at Cronulla, and then the Cowboys in Townsville, and then the Panthers at Penrith. Yeah, that's and then South. Games. So that's four really big, no, three really big games. Probably three losses, to be honest. Well, I know they got to bank this one. Yeah, they do. Um, because you know they're they're sitting fourth. I think the buy is probably making them a bit more flattering than they are, but. I, I don't think they've set the world on fire like they did in the first five weeks. No. In my opinion. No, they've had very inconsistent form. Yep. Um, so Even against the Titans a couple of weeks ago, they weren't great. I was expecting... I know they're only um, a couple of wins apart, but I was expecting them to be more like what we've seen from the Cowboys this year. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, we'll see what happens there. Um Okay, so then Saturday at 5.30, Cowboys-Broncos. Excellent game. In Townsville, this will be a cracker. Queensland Derby. The Queensland Derby straight after Origin. Don't you love that? Yeah. All eyes will be on the Maroons contingent. I Um, schedule. I know, right? Where they get the nice rest. Uh, Valentine Holmes, Tuolungi, Nanai, Gettings through the match unscathed. Tamalolo played 67 minutes for Tonga against the Kiwis and will back up. Uh, Luciano Leilua officially joined the Cowboys during the rep round and will make his club debut in what will be his 100th NRL appearance. Back rower Tom Gilbert is ready to return from an eye injury, so Tanua Brown reverts to the bench and Lemuelu drops to the reserves, along with Brendan Elliott. Uh, Kyle Felt is listed amongst the reserves as he closes in on a return from a knee injury. For the Broncos, Reynolds returns from a rib injury, while Blues prop Payne Haas has been named despite suffering an ankle injury in origin. Carrigan and Catewell played over 60 minutes each in the Maroons' loss. Maroons? Why do I keep saying Maroons? But have been named to back up with um, Cobbo, Staggs, and Palacia. Tyson Gamble is nearing a return from a leg injury and has been named amongst the reserves. That's, even if he's named amongst the reserves, I think Ezra Mann will keep his spot. Oh, this is a really tough one. Given that it's in North Queensland, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick the Cowboys. Unconvincingly. Really? Yeah, I... I Look, Payne ha- if Payne Haas plays, I might... I, I don't think he will play. I think they'll give him the rest. Uh... I, if he does play, I might lean Broncos. Look, the two best buyers of the season have been Adam Reynolds and Chad Townsend. Um, I know a lot was talk, spoken about Nico Hines at the start of the season, but I think Townsend has surpassed him given how good the Cowboys are going. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm tipping the Cowboys. Uh, I'm trying to find it. I did find it. So there's a really good... Funny moment on Fox League. Because, as you know, Adam Reynolds has missed a bit of this season. Yes. He's been on and off injured. Yes. Uh, so there's a great quote on the Fox League Insta page quoting Phil Rothfield on NRL 360 where it says, uh, in the Phil Rothfield voice, which I won't do, I think South's call is almost justified. This is a three-year deal, but signs aren't encouraging that he will be fit for the third year. That was Fox League. Uh, Adam Reynolds actually commented on it and said, I'll see you in year three. Uh, which is a great bit of band. So. Yeah, um, had a rib injury. Uh, like I, mean, I know, like how, like how, <laughs> a rib injury could happen to anyone in yeah. rugby league. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah. Um, okay, Saturday night. Uh, finally, finally, Latrell Mitchell is back from a long injury layoff uh, against the team that he actually injured his hamstring in two years ago, yeah. <laughs> uh, is after a long injury layoff for his first game since round five, Nick Arima reverts to the bench and Taft to the reserves. 
Cook got through 46 minutes uh, off the bench for New South Wales and is set to back up. Murray copped a head gash but passed an HIA and should be good to go. Arrow got limited game time and should be okay to play. Nichols been named to start at prop with Tom Burgess to the bench. For the Eels, Para only had Junior Paulo to worry about after Origin 2, with the big man getting through 43 minutes on Sunday night. The Eels international contingent, including Brown, Neil Corey, Wonga Blake and Sebo, got through test matches unscathed and with a seven-day turnaround will be raring to go as Brad Arthur sticks with the same 17 that beat the Roosters just before Origin. Yeah, that was a really good game by Parramatta. Uh, I am going to tip them to beat Souths. Yep. I want to see what happens with your halves this week because the last time we saw South Sydney was against the Dragons, and after 30 minutes, Lachlan Ilias got hooked, although I think that his halves partner was probably the worst player on the field in Cody Walker. Not for the first time this season Not for either. the worst. It, it was one of those games where he cared more about pushing and shoving players than actually playing football, yep. and we've seen that far too often. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle this over the next few weeks. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully he's less angry now that his partner in crime is back. But um, I think the season's on life support. I also just really think that Luttrell has to should be playing centre this week, really. Um, playing big minutes at fullback after a hamstring injury? Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Who, I, I actually wouldn't be surprised. But who plays there? Nicarima. That hasn't really worked great for you. It hasn't been bad. Yeah. It hasn't been bad. Um we're stretched, Mike. We're yeah. stretched. Um, okay. Sunday afternoon, the return to Mount Smart for club football. The Warriors host the Tigers. Ewan Aitken's back on deck for the Warriors in the centres, so Adam Pompey drops to the reserves. Katoa is the new face on the bench in place of Louis. Jazz Tavanga, Fanua Blake, and Afoa all got through their international appearances and will take their place in the emotional homecoming. For the Tigers, Roberts made a successful return from back surgery two weeks ago and has been named to play his first game since round six. Stefano is also good to go. Brown has been named to start at hooker. Little to the reserves. Dewey again starts from the interchange in his second game back. Tamo will start at prop with Twile sidelined by concussion. Quite sad. He's done for the year. Yeah. Uh, which is not good. Um, very unfortunate. And um, Pole has been named to start to debut from the bench. David Nofaluma is coming off a four try showing for Samoa and will be on a high after that. He's about to feel a low. Um, I'm tipping the Warriors. <laughs> I'm it's tipping the greatest the war- segue ever, Mike. I'm tipping the Warriors to get up at Mount Smart Stadium in their homecoming. If they can't get up for a game like this against a team like the Tigers, they have no hope. And there, yeah, there's there's a lot Warri- of issues. Warriors have lost seven in a row. I know. I know. Won, won one of their last ten. I know. I. This also might be Sean Johnson's last game for the Warriors. Yeah. And I think he knows that, and I think the team knows that. Because they're going to start going for the future, and I think they wanted to give him this game at home at Mount Smart, and then that's it. So, yeah, Warriors for me. Sean Johnson send off. Yep. Okay, last game of the round. Yeah. Win Stadium, Dragons Warriors. It's a doozy. Ben Hunt has been named, Raiders. and will be 
monitored after he picked up a leg injury in Origin 2. He got twisted awkwardly in the second half, played out the match, and will be crucial to the side's chances. Uh, club's representatives have been unscathed, um, so Griffin has named the same 17 um, that tortured Souths a couple of weeks ago. For the Raiders, Whiten returns with Frawley, the man to drop out. CNK has been named to return from a hamstring injury on the bench, replacing Schiller, who faces two to three weeks out with a shoulder injury suffered against the Knights. Uh, the Maroons prop, Josh Papali, E played just 26 minutes in Origin 2 and is ready to rumble for the green machine, while Tarpane and Rapana also back up from Kiwi test duty. I wasn't tipping the Raiders when I just said Raiders before. You said Warriors, but I am also tipping the Raiders. Because... Oh, <laughs> is that what it was? That's Sorry. What it was. But I am also tipping the Raiders because... I thought it was your hatred of St. George. That is, just, it yeah, is man. a little bit, but I'm also tipping the Raiders because I think they'll win. Right, well, um, okay then, Michael's tips for round 16. Mike is tipping the Storm to win at Four Pines Park, the Gold Coast to win in Newcastle. Say that as convincingly as you don't want to. (laughs) Penrith uh, to beat the Roosters at home, Um, Penrith's home, Uh, Combank Stadium, uh, Cronulla to beat Canterbury, the Cowboys yep. over the Broncos in Townsville and what yep. would be a cracker. Um, Parramatta to beat Souths at um, Accor Stadium. The Warriors to win in their homecoming and Canberra to get it done in Wollongong. That's it. That's it. We're good? I think so. Any news from this week that we missed? Uh, I don't think so. Do we miss anything? No, apparently... It's just been a lot of origin talk. I, just, I, think, I think the only... Noteworthy news is that Tigers really want a camera Sorraldo and they're clearly not getting him. Yep. I think that's about it. Most the new cycle will kick back up once Origin finishes and we return back to Clubland full time. Um, okay, question for you. Yep. Brad Fittler. Yep. To coach the Bulldogs. And will I think that the Bulldogs will let him also coach New South Wales, but Will no, New South Wales I, also I, land coach? I don't. I, don't, I think that whoever coaches New South Wales, it'll be a standalone job. Yeah, and but I'm saying that that will be because of New South Wales. Yeah. I think the Bulldogs would let him do both. I think. I think. I think the succession plan is for if Brad decides to go for a head coaching club role. Yeah. As in the dogs. Yep. I think Danny Badiris will take over. Oh, really? Yeah. Not Paul McGregor. No, I. Just, I think that. Badiris being that X player, Paul McGregor is an excellent X's and O's type of player. Yeah, uh, great defensive coach. Yeah, but you want. I think it really helps having a former Origin. I don't know. I don't know. Did Mary play Origin? Yeah, he did. I don't know. Badiris was a captain. Yeah. He has that same gravitas as a NRL, as a New South Wales leader that Fitler did. Yeah, fair. So I think that might be the play. Interesting. Yeah. Uh I think, I think Freddie will take the Bulldogs job. I think he will. It'd be interesting. Yeah, it'd be very interesting. Pat, Matt Burton will not re-sign with the Bulldogs until he knows who the head coach is. No, I don't know if I believe that. Well, but he, he comes off contract. He can he can negotiate a new contract come November. November one, and, and they'll know by then. Yeah, so of course, of course. So um, I actually think they'll announce it straight after round twenty six, round twenty five. Um, you think you're going to wait that long? They might. Wow. They might. If they if they know exactly who it is. Yeah. And part of me thinks they do know exactly who it is. 
and they're waiting for something. I'm also yeah. thinking maybe it's Seraldo, but out of respect to Penrith, Gus is waiting until the end of the season maybe to avoid distractions. Maybe. But I'm also like, he's insisted that it's going to be late in the year so they can get their house in order. So he's waiting for Origin to pass as well. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. And uh, look, this, this recent form that they've had will help draw candidates in because they have got some quality players. They do. And they're getting more quality players next year. Yeah. And then they twenty twenty four they have only seven players rostered. Yep. So Okay. A um, space. Oh, quick one for you, Mike. Yep. At this point in the season, who's playing in the grand final? Uh Storm versus Panthers. Okay. Yeah. If there's any other answer then you're probably a delusional fan who supports one of those teams. Yeah. And my delusions have gone. Um <laughs> Given how bad my team is playing, <laughs> um, this is probably the biggest moment in the podcast. Ah, actually. well, yeah. If you've tuned, if you stayed along this, uh, stayed in this far, yeah, you get to hear some humble pie being eaten. There you go. Uh, yeah, let's end it there. Let's end it there. All right, one one thing. Yeah, no Origin team has ever conceded forty points and then gone on. To ah, win. yes, this is yes. the big stat. The big so, stat. So signs are looking good for New South Wales. Yeah. Another yeah. thing, Brad Fittler has never lost game two. Never lost a game two. Incredible. All, All right, right, Mike. Let's end it there. Uh, as always, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Like us on Spotify, Apple Music. Leave us a review. That would be great. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us on our, all our socials, Emmanuel normally puts them in the bio. Yeah, I do. And Michael Corbin. That is it. How That's good it. is Rugby League, Emmanuel? How good is Rugby League? Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.